Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. for a special unusual f-pod today we are talking about all things harry potter oh and soccer too um <laughs> we're sorting players casting voldemort and arguing over the definition of houses with me today is whoever wants to go first <laughs> oh i'm first in the list hi i'm sonia hello person i cannot see is that all you want to say about yourself <laughs> Wait, you still can't see me? <laughs> it's perfect. Well, it's for Halloween. You're, you're a ghost. Just talk. It's fine. T- tell and us something. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. What has been going on? Not a whole lot. Um, it's Halloween here in Canada. We also celebrate Halloween. Um, that's it. That's all I got. I was specifically told not to talk about any costumes or dog parties I went to today or you're talking about them obliquely destroyed. Oh, my dog dressed up as a hot dog. Uh, that was the no. That was the no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, anyway. On to somebody else now. Okay, well, the boss, not of this pod, obviously, it's already out of my control, but I'm Kirsten, I'm here, and um, I want to say, since we talked a lot about mental health uh, on the last one, um, and the agenda says, how are you, what's been going on, I'd like to say that I got new uh antidepressant pills that are also supposed to be good for chronic pain and the doctor significantly increased my anxiety medication but yet she also told me to stay away from all stress and uh you can't really watch football and not be stressed and you can't really work easily without being stressed so i've tried to just as much as i can eliminate stress for the last two weeks and I feel so much better not just mentally but physically because I finally found a doctor that connects both the mind and the body but now I'm worried because I'm supposed to be adding things back into my life that could be stressful so everybody please cross your fingers for me that the medication keeps working and it keeps uh, the pain limited and that my nerves start to re 
I don't know, attach themselves, regrow correctly. And that finally I found something that's a solution. Someone else well, I don't can know go. how to follow that. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, guys. Um, I am so nervous about this podcast. Um, <laughs> hopefully we're all friends at the end. Yeah, there could be some uh, fighting. Yeah, yeah, and going from that Tottenham Liverpool match to this podcast um, might just might just end me, but we'll see what happens. So before we begin, can somebody give me just a rundown of the plot of Harry Potter? Not of for me, all... but for any others who may not know, the plot just of like, like seven books, books. And a handful of movies, and yes, then like please. a play and a prequel. Yep. Cool. Wait, there's prequel a play and a prequel. Yeah. yeah. It's bad. It's bad. Yeah, don't. Yeah, the so the Cursed Child is awful. Don't don't read it. And then there are also the whole, like, the ones I don't watch because I don't believe in Johnny Depp. Those. Yeah, me too. The, yeah. The, like, like Creatures ones. Also, I heard it was terrible. Yeah. The Creatures mm-hmm. ones. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's, yeah. Just, okay. let's just stick with canon. But somehow that made it more confused than Basically. anything. Like, a Baby Boy Wizard. Okay. Yep. Evil, um, toxic masculinity, sad, sad man. Okay. Right? Figures out how to, sad, 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 terrible man. Figures out, I wish people could see my hand motions. They are delightful. Yes, they are delightful. Figures out how to forever by ripping up his soul and stashing it everywhere. Like, oh, okay. this piece of my soul will go in the phone book. And this piece of my soul will go, like, under this chair. No one will find them. And then I'll live forever. Gotcha. In the meantime, he also kills cute little magical baby's parents and a lot of other people because evil people, you know, killing. It's like what they did, like a hobby. Okay. Um, and then, and then head of um, a popular school for, ma- it's like Oxford for magicians says, we have to take this poor little cute magical baby and hide him so he doesn't get killed. Thus begins Harry Potter. Megan, did you do a good job? Yes, and I got totally distracted because um, our serious Potter fans will know about a very Potter musical, and I was thinking when you were saying that killing's just like a hobby of the quote that Voldemort has in the first one where he says, killing people doesn't make them your friends, it just makes them dead. True! No, that is truth. (laughs) There is a lot of truth in it. Yeah. Yeah. So... makes friends and then there are dragons and he gets nailed by owls it's all very it's like you know yeah so to be fair i have read the books just when they came out ages ago and um i'm not as maybe familiar with them as other people on this podcast so to be to be clear here he goes to seven years of school the whole time he skips seven sorry he was there in the school in part of seven. Yeah. Anyway, seven seven books, seven years of school is what it's supposed to be. And in each one, he gets closer and closer to realizing that Voldemort and him are in like this mortal battle where one of them has to die for the other to live. And so... Um, at the end, there's a giant fight in which they come to the school and they say, whoever is with us 
get up and fight everybody else run away now before you get caught up in this and your house sonia almost all of them flee Mm -hmm. and then the other three houses mostly stick around and uh try to fight the final battle against voldemort that's not what i've been reading about my house but whatever that's okay yeah, I think like I, I don't think one any of, of them. St- in, yeah. I think I think like maybe one of them yeah. stuck around. Sorry. I feel like that may have been the wise choice to run away. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was the cunning options? choice. Uh, stand and fight for the good of Just humanity. Saying, there's many ways to look at things. Your maybe team. running away aids in the good of humanity. Yeah, no, not in this. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Megan, do you want to talk about the actual specific things that need to be talked about? Yes. Um, so what we did, I hope, uh, what we all did is made our own Quidditch team for our houses. With a lot of help. With Mm -hmm. a lot of help from Effortistas. (laughs) And anybody. Um that wanted to answer us so it didn't have to be you don't have to be published or anything so the big question first is what is quidditch <laughs> quidditch is um the main sport in, in harry potter the only sport in harry potter they do mention soccer briefly soccer yeah yeah they mentioned soccer briefly um but it's the magical sport. And it was actually created, I think J.K. Rowling said, um, she purposely made the rules ridiculous because she doesn't like sports. <laughs> so that will be explained once we get to one of the positions. How does somebody the- just generally not like sport? Like, that's like saying, I don't like animals. <laughs> I've heard those people too. Yeah. Do you guys think that Quidditch is more like soccer or more like curling though you just don't like curling curling are actual brooms that is true they are very different brooms and (laughs) that might be the only similarity (laughs) sorry my canadian pride is coming out you know i love i also feel like curling is a lot harder than quidditch uh megan's gonna fight you on that (laughs) have you ever curled curling is is very difficult have you ever played quidditch because um, I have. <laughs> That's so nerdy. So, I am. My brother's college was yeah. the first school to have a what's it like a Quidditch they team? Call him Quidditch, Middlebury. yeah. Middlebury, yeah. So I remember yeah. going to visit him once and being like, "What the flying f are all of these baby college students doing right now?" Because they had one guy dressed as the Golden Snitch just mm-hmm. running around, and everyone else on brooms just running around. And I was like. I had to like annotate Shakespeare and and like do school and hear all these people like prancing around the Vermont countryside on fucking brooms before they go eat their Ben and Jerry's. I don't understand America. <laughs> nobody, I, maybe nobody does. True. I played we I did a summer program at Stanford and that was one of the activities they had for us was like the different ho- well different houses actually um because we were in different houses for the instead of dorms um were split up into teams and somebody got to be the snitch and had to wear like all yellow and i was just there taking pictures because i tried to run with the broom between my legs and almost fell on my face and didn't feel like getting a broken arm 
Yeah. Because I'm too clumsy. But then somebody could wait. They could take you to the to the hospital ward, and they could wave their magic wand and regrow your bones. If only that worked. <laughs> if only that was how our medical system worked. Because unfortunately, my experience with broken bones is long and painful. Do you think they have NHS in at Hogwarts, and that's why that's nobody was ever worried about like, you know, having to pay for all the the surgical magic procedures? Is Hogwarts in England? Because then they just have the NHS. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I wonder if, like, but I wonder if, like, other wizards had to worry about their premiums going up. I feel like what we've seen from, because I did watch the first Fantastic Beast. I didn't watch the second one. Um, I'm getting way too Harry Potter here on this, but I feel like they created their own separate society, at least in America. So I'm assuming that they still just have the magical. Magical um, insurance. Yeah, magical health <laughs> process. <laughs> also, like. I don't know how much it would be because, like, they could just wave their wand and fix you, which I know is still them using magic, and I'm sure you have to pay for that somehow, but because the doctors have to make a living. Yeah. But you never see them paying for very much. Like, they pay for stuff in the store. Is there money in Harry Potter? Yeah, galleons and Knuts, and nobody's like, wait, you waved your magic wand and fixed my, you know, glasses. Here are some galleons. No, they're just like, thank you for the chocolate frogs that you brought me. I know we're Couldn't getting you just this. magic money to appear? There are laws of transfiguration that stop you from making money, apparently. And oh food. God. You can't just make food either. Yeah. That's like cooking. Megan, you need to bring us back on the rails. Do you want to read us like, <laughs> each of our houses? Um, I was going to do the positions first. Yes, do that. Do that. To stay general. I'm um, casually um, live tweet some of what we've been saying. So, and <laughs> The discussion of, I can't remember the name, but whoever's laws of transfiguration. Um, Yeah. So in Quidditch, (laughs) to bring us back, we have a keeper who is basically the same as a goalkeeper. They're protecting the hoops from scoring, from being scored on. But they only have, or they have three hoops they have to protect. But also those are smaller than a goal, so I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to decide if it's more difficult than being a regular keeper or not. Do you need an extra special skill? You have to be able to fly. Well, yeah, true. Yes. I'm catching on here, guys. I'm, I'm, I got this. You're putting nothing past me. (laughs) So you're our keeper for this podcast? 100%. (laughs) Then you have your seeker, who is where I said it gets ridiculous because they're the ones who can earn. So when they catch the golden snitch, they earn 150 points for their team and in the game. So it can be like a um, strategic thing about not catching the snitch until you're, you have so many points over next to um, the other um, team. So that is what the seeker does. And that's where, um, Sorry, Sammy wanted to comment and wanted to let everybody know that he thinks the Seeker is the most important position. Um, <laughs> because they're the ones who um, end the game. And uh, then we have our beaters, who are basically our big, strong defenders. 
or just really strong defenders <laughs> who hit the bludgers at other people. They don't have to be big, I guess, but. Sorry, what's a bludger? Oh, that's the little ball. They're like these enchanted little balls that they hit at other people with bats. And they're like hard balls that can knock them off the brooms, which is why this is totally safe for children to be doing at school. (laughs) (laughs) To be hit with a ball that's flying through the air that can give them a concussion or knock them off their broom, you know, like thousands of feet up or whatever. Okay. Yeah. It's so safe. You just accepted that so well, son. (laughs) (laughs) I think she accepted it better than... A lot of people in Harry Potter and a lot of Muggleborns <laughs> in Harry Potter. Because <laughs> Hermione was just like, this is stupid, I'm out. Um, <laughs> and then you have your chasers. You have three chasers who are the ones who are scoring the goals. Um, they throw the quaffle, which is their main ball. That's the ball that you throw to get the, to score through the hoops. Um, and they can choose one of the three. That's where the keeper has to go back and forth through them. So you get points, 10 points for each goal of the quaffle and then 150 points for catching the snitch and then the game's the game's not over until the snitch is caught so it's a little bit of a mix and i i'm being genuine here i'm not trying to be funny it's a little bit of a mix between basketball soccer and dodgeball yes yeah okay i think i got it yeah and again with the broomy broomy curling and and curling. Gotcha. And yeah, just because of the brooms. Um so now that we know what our positions are, we wanna dive right into our teams. Do you wanna explain like Yeah. Uh, are we gonna do e- I I was gonna leave that up to you guys. Do you want me to do each house before you introduce your team or just all of them at the beginning? Hmm. All of them at the beginning. That's okay. my Okay. So, we have Brave Gryffindor, Kirsten's team, um, who place their, uh, like, really high value on courage, chivalry, and nerve. So, we have our Gryffindors in the series. Some of them include Harry Potter, Dumbledore, and Sirius Black. Although, I think Dumbledore was a hat stall, technically, but that's totally unrelated, and we're going to ignore that. Hat (laughs) stall. I made that more confusing than needed to be. Hat stalls are where you have, like, um, a person, like, when they have the sorting hat on, they're split between two or more houses, and the person gets to choose them. So the I'm only sorry. Hat stalls I think that's, you know that's an actual name for it? I've never heard of that terminology. It was Pottermore when they announced the, um, new quiz, or not the new quiz, but the first time they announced the sorting quiz. Um, there were a couple people who got hat stalls. I got hat stalls one of the times I took it, because I took it like ten times, um, to try to get all the questions. So I once got a hat stall between Slytherin. Oh, And then I just got the two. Can I just say, I know about Pottermore because of an episode of Criminal, so I'm with you on that one. (laughs) Except Pottermore's going bye-bye now, so I don't know why I talk like a child. Um... (laughs) I've been spending too much time in schools lately. It's going bye-bye. Um, Is it because of something movie. that happened on Criminal? Did they find criminal activity? <laughs> maybe. I mean, maybe that's the secret story that we don't know. Because oh, no. if, if you guys haven't heard the Criminal episode about Pardamore, it's terrifying and really, really well done. I recommend it. 
okay. after you listen to our podcast. I was going to say, can I pause this and go listen to it? And you're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. There's also a really cool legal thing. Krista, you might like this. I don't know if you remember that they did. Um, they sued the guy who made HP Lexicon, the Harry Potter Lexicon, which I used to make sure I had everybody in the right house um, earlier because he was going to publish an actual encyclopedia. Ooh. They sued his publishing company. Oh, yeah, that would know. not go over well. And she had previously given him a fan site award because back in the day they used to give like an award for the fan sites every year. Well, that in awkward. that case, that's kind of bitchy. Yeah, because she said, she had even said that sometimes, it was while the series was still coming out, she said that um, she would, like, sometimes she would be out writing and she would dip into, like, an internet cafe, because that was when that was still a thing, really, um, and look it up on the computer in there to, like, look something up about what she had written, because she didn't have all of her manuscripts with her. Wow. And then she sued them. But yeah, back to our houses. I think we all know that J.K. Rowling is not the best person in the world. So yes, let's go yeah, back to our houses. Evident, we'll yeah. Have that as a caveat. Yeah. Um. So Slytherin, Sonia. Yes. Her house is for those people who are cunning and ambitious. So we have a variety of people who've been Slytherins, from Merlin, like the Merlin. The one I mentioned at the beginning, his beard. Really, like um, the original, to... the original wizard yeah. was Slytherin. This mm-hmm, is more Pottermore how... lore or something. Yes. Wait a minute. She's suing other people for stealing her work, but she clearly has stolen other work to put into Harry Potter. Well, like clearly, awesome. Merlin is in the uh, free um, free use category. Public domain. Yeah, that. Yeah. Mm. He's like the public domain. Yeah. Mm. Of wizard. I, how I, feel about that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could even go in to start criticizing her about how she appropriated Native American myths for the Ilvermorny stuff. There's wow. Okay, Megan can just do a pod on her own on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I'm getting so off topic. So yeah, we had the original Merlin because the houses were created in like 990. And Merlin was supposed to be, like, circa 1,000, so he would have been, like, one of the first Hogwarts students. Or okay. in the first generation of Hogwarts. But who taught him? Allegedly. Uh, Malboy and Voldemort. Obviously, so, obviously I, the Slytherin founder taught him. I forgot yeah, gotcha. his first name. Salazar. Mr. Slytherin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, Mr. Mr. Slytherin. I'm sure that's how he preferred to press. Yeah, I'm sure he'd just love to go out in the muggle world and be called Mr. Slytherin. Yes. <laughs> so, Jesse. Yep. Your house. Yep. Um, your Hufflepuff house values dedication, fair play, and hard work. Yes, we do. So, you have so not Luis Suarez. No, no, I'm going <laughs> to keep this. No. <laughs> I can make it work. I'm sorry. <laughs> Does this does this subtitle say you have Newt Scamander? <laughs> Maybe I said Newt Scamander. Oh, oh, okay, it, it like yeah. Newt Scamander, like with an apostrophe, or no. like no. Newt Scamander. No. Okay, I I have no idea who Newt Newt Scamander is. 
he's our protagonist of Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, the prequel. <sighs> wow, I wow, okay, I I'm I'm very behind. Got, before he got expelled, because you can get expelled from Hogwarts, so maybe we should make that a separate category. Who's getting expelled from Hogwarts? Okay. We only know of it happening, like, twice. I'm shocked that a Hufflepuff got expelled from Hogwarts. I know! I think you find out the story in the movies. I'm not sure, because I haven't seen the second one. Hey, there's more to us than meets the eye. <laughs> Apparently, deviousness. It was something like he was covering for... I think it was him covering for a friend, but... Which sounds more Hufflepuff. Hagrid got expelled. Yeah. Do we ever even yeah, know I... whose house Hagrid was in? Was he a Gryffindor? Ooh, stunned Ooh. silence. Well, I think for some reason I think he was in Slytherin because I thought it meant that he and Voldemort were roommates, but that's so confusing. Hagrid? And Voldemort? I'm, I'm checking. Okay. Yeah, because that was Voldemort was the one who got him expelled. But maybe they weren't. I would, oh. I love Hagrid, but I would totally sell people for bringing a giant ass spider into my building. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I. I would tell on them. Yes. Yeah. Gryffindor. Gryffindor. Sorry. So See? I don't know how. Um, all the all the yeah, big players are in my house. Until <gasps> until we get to my actual house, and then. They're not the big players. Okay, uh, Jesse, you also have Nymphador Talks and Cedric Diggory. Ugh. Wait, Cigarette? Yeah. So dead and awesome. Wait, Tonks was in Hufflepuff? Yeah, she's yep. awesome. You can be brave and still be Hufflepuff primary. Thank you. I... Plus, that means you can have great hair. Yeah, and change your nose shape. Huh. This is bad, though. This oh. is going to give Jesse and I an argument over... A certain individual who could go into either house. Is it the one that there was an argument on our Twitter? Mm, possibly Great there hair. were many, but I'm ta- I'm talking about the crazy hair. That's, yeah. Okay. Um. Lastly, we have Ravenclaw, which places a high value on intelligence, wit, and learning. Notable Ravenclaws include Phileas Flitwick, the awesome charms professor. Gil Blackheart, the less than awesome Defense Against the Dark Arts professor, but very cunning in the way, well, that's more Slytherin, but very witty in how he wrote his books and stole people's lives. Um, and then Luna Lovegood, who's just plain awesome. She's the best one. Right? Yeah, Luna, yeah, Luna gets the title of yeah. best Ravenclaw. Mm-hmm. I agree. Me too. I <laughs> At least we agree on one thing. All right, so now now time to disagree on everything. Yeah. So who wants to go first? Who wants to make their argument for their team first? Who wants to win the House Cup, Quidditch Cup, whatever? I will go first because I feel like mine are just, why not? Can I use other people? I'm using other people's arguments to support. Yeah, yeah. yeah we right. want to shout out so, other people's good arguments. Thank you, October, because I really <laughs> wanted this one, and other people said this too. That wait a second, I've got an October one too. I will. She helped all of us. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Just making sure. All right. Yeah. Okay. Sun Hyun Min, my sunny. Ah, oh, that came out today. All right. Fine. I'll get over it. Sun, 
is a Hufflepuff and your seeker because he's kind and he puts in the hard work and is underappreciated for his skills. So, Sun Hyun Min, a thousand percent, is my seeker. Kirsten is raising a hand and I don't know if I want to call on her. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just don't see how being kind makes someone a good seeker. I think because you're the same way he is on the pitch in the soccer world. He is always, he's selfless when he needs to be, but also takes the shot when he should. He's always looking around for his friends. He makes adorable YouTube videos with Eric Dyer and Deli Alley. So you could see him like making a cute little, you know, um, Hogwarts tube video with Ron Weasley easily. Um, Can we get that to happen? Can we like contact the publicist? Yes, Sun Hyun Min and Ron Weasley would make the most. Actually, Sun Hyun Min and the Weasley twins would make the most adorable yeah. YouTube videos. So, Sunny is my seeker. Thank you, October. Um, in honor of right now and the uh, NWSL final um, that is going on, not this very moment, um, Lindsay Annette like, gave me the best um, slogan. I, Megan, why is Hufflepuff Badger? Like, who decides a badger? Who chooses oh, a badger? JK yes no? Rowling? <laughs> Badgers are <laughs> badass, man. Okay, so Lindsay, so I was in total desperation and I was like, ridiculous, badger, I cannot. Um, but Lindsay Annette said that Davinia plays for the Badger, and I could not love them more. So Davinia, wow. who just like never stops. I know it's not good. Never stops. Keeps going. You cannot count her out. She was injured last year and came back this um, final. Is one of my beaters. I love her. Um, should I keep going just like this? Yeah, all of yes. them. Yeah. Okay. I love this one also. Lindsay, I'm just hiring Lindsay as my Puffle Puffle Puff Sist. Puffle Publicist. Hold on. Is is Lindsay <laughs> Diane Weist in Practical Magic? Yes. Okay, perfect. Perfect. Thank yeah. you. Also says that I get Carlos Pujol, which I believe is correct as my other, one of my other beaters because I get two. Both because I love Pujol and also like he is so adorable like didn't want to show his ears hides behind his hair but then will absolutely bludgeon you on the pitch and then smile at you and help you up (laughs) so there's my beater um and then my chaser i love this one um i two sammy mewis wait you should have three okay hold on i have to look back on my spreadsheet but apparently i just like read all of Lindsay's tweets and thought yes please Okay, Sammy Mewis. Uh, Lindsay wrote, she strikes me as someone who cares a lot more about Harry Potter and house sorting than I do and might be offended by this. I don't know. <laughs> but Sam Mewis is the her Hufflepuff. Always puts the work in, shows up for her teammates, always good, good vibes, get, gets good-naturedly roasted a little bit. Car fucking wrecked. Sammy Mewis, when I see her, she's like half the time she has her shoes off. She's always smiling. And she just takes the best shit from her teammates and like does it with a smile and I love it and this one I didn't know and I did some 
quick internet research, and now I both love this and love her. So tell me if you guys knew her. Bev Yanez. Nope. Yeah, Tim Foss, at Tim the Bear Jew. I love that. Bev Yanez is friendly, smart, and talented. She works hard and can be effective just about anywhere on the field. She's a natural leader who's willing to do the dirty work for her side and can give you a goal when you most need it. The Sunshine Assassin. It's Hufflepuff's head girl. So I did a little a little Bev Yanezing, and she is fostering a dog right now who is adorable, who's our unusual Effortista Friday dog, because you guys, you need to go on at Bev Yanez and look at, look at this, like, amazing pit bully face and rescue adopter because she's being fostered and i love bevy now okay maybe now. megan should just tweet pictures of her dog all day next friday <laughs> megan friday after this podcast comes out on thursday you should be doing animals in costume all day true True. Ben. My second time mentioning it, I have an animal in costume yes, I can share. Yes, uh, then you can share. Now let's get back to Jesse. I was going to say, Blue actually has a Peniel jersey. He might let me put it on him. Okay. So, Yo-Yo has a Jovetich jersey, so. Yeah, we. I've never seen a cat in a jersey. We might have to do this. Andrea Margaret at Zagatam. Thank you for this one. Because you're a wizard Harry. I thought Harry Kane would have to go in Gryffindor, Gryffindor which would be annoying. But wrote... Is Harry Kane the Cedric Diggory of football? And I think that's true. Listen. Like he's dead? He's just No. He's just he's totally boring. He, you know, does exactly what he needs to do. He's really good at it and probably not much good at anything else. But you really want him on your team. I don't. I'm so taking this. He's I... my third chaser. Wait I just think he's dead. Until you get to the other one. No, he's not dead. No, no, no. You just likened him to Diggory, so he's dead. Okay, but I'm... I'm Sorry, I'm preparing for the whole Spurs-Zvezda battle to get you all back for this last week, so... That's fine. You will. We were shit today. Um, Yes, you were shit against every other team, and then... I don't understand it. I'd rather not be shit in the Premier League. Yeah, I don't know. But you can have Harry Kane. It's fine. But Cedric Diggory, like, you know, when you need him, where is he? He's dead. Harry Kane, (sighs) when I need you to score, what are you doing there, buddy? It makes sense. Makes sense. (laughs) You're like, Cedric, get, get apparated back. And he's like, no, I'm taking too long. Ugh, nobody wants to bring your body back. We wanted you to go do the thing we needed you to do, Cedric. Harry? I have another Harry Potter question. Okay. Uh, Can wizards bring people back from the dead? No. No. Okay. They have to have the resurrection stone, and that's one of the three magical items that they look for at the end, but you can't actually bring a person back. It's more like not quite a ghost, but not quite a person and it usually ends up being really upsetting for the uh, person using it okay okay my keeper and again i tried really hard to play by all the rules but clearly i didn't play by the rules here because she's not a goalkeeper but my keeper is christine sinclair I'll, i'll accept that thank you because she totally plays for the badger 
And that woman is not letting anything in her goal. Like, I put her in goal before I put some keepers in goal. I was going to argue for Gazaniga, and somebody gave me right, a really yeah. good one. Yeah, and I really, somebody gave me a great one. Hold on. Somebody help me out with this today. I said, please help me make it Gaza. <laughs> and Meg, Knit Meg said, because every once in a while, a Hufflepuff gets the limelight to show everyone what they're capable of, which I really love. And if anyone did, yeah, I did. Today, a, I did strong. like that. E, right. And Gaza was unbelievable. I mean, just shot after shot after shot blocked and saved. Ridiculous. So good. But I think because that was my choice. And Christine Sinclair came up a number of times from other people. I'm going to accept other people's suggestion and go with Sinclair. Yeah, it makes sense. And that means that I can leave the one who I really, really wanted for Kirsten. <laughs> Although I might argue it later. <laughs> Wait. Wait, which one? Do I don't, really I don't want, want your I vegan. I don't want your vegan. No, you can oh. have your vegan. Well, now I have too many people. Well, you can at least read the argument from, yeah, substitute. You can at least read that argument. Another Lindsay one. You you just wanted all of Lindsay's picks. I did. I did. Lindsay's my head coach. Oh, okay. (laughs) Lindsay wrote, if I had to pick one for you, meaning Kirsten for Gryffindor, would go with uh, Pino and Bellerine as co-captains. You know... But but then I said that the only person I would give him to is to you. That was because true. Because I love him, but I love you. But so, I didn't want him. There you go. But Sorry. I think he is. He is. Is he a he good Gryffindor, or is he better at? Is he better at being a Gryffindor, or better at being a Huff? I think he's actually probably better at being a Gryffindor because he gives no shits what other people think, mm-hmm. and he still he always stands up for what's right even when it's unpopular. You know, he was the first person to post about um, the Me Too movement. He was the first person to talk about climate change publicly. He wears whatever the fuck he wants. Um, He's a vegan because the environment. He's like, you know, he takes unpopular stances, but does them in a totally, like, fearless and cool and great hair kind of way. (laughs) He seems very dedicated, though, so that's that's a good Hufflepuff trait. Can we share him? Can he be like a Griffin Puff? <laughs> I feel like <laughs> I feel like he'd put on the Sorting Hat, and it would be like it would be whispering Gryffindor, and he's like, "No, I want to be a Puff. I want to be just like not on the main stage, but just doing my thing, all dedicated." Hector, we'll take you. Come come to us. The answer is yes. Okay. Because right. well, he, he couldn't sort of say the sorting hat. That's true. Um, do you want to take your Gryffindor since we're having this like beautiful moment of sharing? Yes, especially since we are without a Megan. So uh, hopefully she wrote out her whole house if she can't get. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. Okay. Um, so mine, I have to switch tabs. Mine, everyone's going to hate because I did not set, accept any of your answers. Please knock it <laughs> off with the telling me about the 50, 
15 different Liverpool players that could be in Gryffindor. I don't care. I'm sorry, but I do not care. We're weird. Yeah. Ritika, she's saying this to piss you off, but it's fine. <laughs> yeah. So, the first issue that came up in my house was for Keeper. Because when we did this originally, it was Gigi Buffon. When we did this again, it was Gigi Buffon. The problem is that back when he was young, Gigi Buffon wore a t-shirt that um, had a fascist slogan on it. And he also chose the number 88, which is a stand-in for Hail Hitler, essentially. Now, Buffon has made one of those players' tribune letters to himself, which is honestly quite too long and uses too many one-sentence paragraphs. It's very tough to get through. Gigi, please, honestly, hire an editor. I will be your editor, unless you really are a fascist. Anyway, he, uh, he says he got the death to cowards slogan off of a desk. And that's why he wrote it on his t-shirt when he was at Parma, which seems a little suspicious given that he's in Italy and it, you know, kind of a common thing in Italy is where, you know, Mussolini came from. Seems a little bit difficult for him to reach the age of 19 and not know, hey, that's a fascist slogan. So... I'm not really ready to let him off the hook yet. So I went for, because I realized like half an hour before we started that I didn't have a keeper. My choice was Samir Handanovic, which Sonia should appreciate. Be- no. no, I'm shaking my head. No, because he left you? Yeah, what kind of loyalty is that bullshit? See, my house is not loyal. That's what everybody thinks. It's courageous courage and risk and all that kind of stuff and I think he took a big risk in moving from Udinese to Inter but also he in the uh, what season was it 2010-2011 I believe he saved six penalty kicks yeah saved Six penalty kicks. It's incredible. He has amazing hands. And honestly, if he wasn't with Inter, they'd probably be like a mid-table team. But Jesse has a better argument for who my Gryffindor keeper should be. Um, I thought Jan Oblak, um, who from Atletico who sat on the bench um, for a very long time, came on and did his thing quietly. And then when he was finally called up as first keeper, got up and goal, was, is one of the best in the world, very unassumingly just stepped into his spot and excelled at his, effing job day after day after day and just gets everything done and saves his team. I love Jan. Yeah, I'll accept him. 
obviously, for a beater, we have Kalidou Koulibaly, not only because I am a Napoli fan, but because of his courage and bravery at sticking up to racists and writing that beautiful Players' Tribune article about racism and being able to withstand the environment in Italy and still be one of the best defenders in the world. So he has to take spot number one. Now, my spot number two will be very controversial. People will think he belongs in Slytherin. I protest. It's Mark Van Bommel. There are certain characteristics of Gryffindor which are courageous, brave, that sort of thing, and it leads them to recklessness, which I believe we all know we have seen from Mark Van Van Bommel. But Gryffindors are also chivalrous. And when I got to go watch Milan practice, it surprised me so much that he was the last player out there signing autographs, posing for photos, Uh, just generally talking to any fan who was at that practice who wanted to just say hi or get an autograph or whatever it was. And it was like, how can you be this so intense on the pitch and yet so incredibly nice to any fan who wants to go near you? And so it changed my opinion of him pretty much forever. Wow, nobody's arguing that. No, that was a good argument. Yeah. Chasers. I said I was having no Liverpool players on my team, but I've changed it to have a former Liverpool player because Melissa convinced me, and if I could get the tweet to load, that would be under boot soles. She wrote a lot, and it involves the miracle of Istanbul, and we'll just bypass that but uh well what she said is pretty much the tragic figure of Steven Gerrard is emblematic of Gryffindor somehow he won everything else but could never win the league despite wanting it more working harder and probably dragging his team out to practice practice in nonsensical weather like Oliver Wood did which does make sense, and I have no standing obligation or standing uh, hatred to CVG, so I'll go ahead and agree that he can be part of my team. There's another message of a certain Death Eater that we don't want to talk about yet. Another chaser I have is <clears throat> obviously because you guys have listened to me long enough, can't talk about him enough. I'm putting Adam Yaich in at Chaser because I think there's very few people who are as quietly brave and courageous as he is to be, I guess, out Muslim on the Serbian national team and to defy the rules about, well, there's not rules anymore, but previously to defy the rules about singing the anthem and get cut from the team because he refused to do so and then be willing to hold his head back up and come back to the team when that was no longer the 
case. Basically, I just think that in it's it's difficult to explain if you're not in this region, but it's really brave of someone to stand up like that and say, I'm not going to be a Serb nationalist. I'm not going to sing this anthem because it goes against my beliefs. And I'm going to stand here and I'm going to pray before I go on the pitch. And I don't care what you all think about it. And of course, my next chaser, which better not have been tried to be taken by anyone else, has the same attitude to national anthems because obviously, obviously, Megan Pinot is a Gryffindor. Okay, good. No one's arguing. <laughs> oh, am I not going to? No. She's mine. Also could be a slither. You can argue that later. <laughs> I'm just saying if <clears throat> fun. If you are Canadian and, and you I'm hate the U- U.S. national team, then yes, she could be a Slytherin. But she's a Gryffindor. She is one of the most courageous players out there. Um, yet she does things with class. And she'll stand up for other people. And she just, as we all know, she has enough courage to stand up for what she believes and to be herself and just keep putting her head down and doing the work while she's also a figure um, for, I guess, change and for being out and queer and everything like that, it just seems so brave to me. Um, Although I think Jesse wanted her because she could change her hair color. Well, that's a (laughs) shitty reason to want her after what you said. I just want her because I love her. But no, she makes total sense. (laughs) We were just talking about how Tonks had the... She's a queer icon, but she has amazing hair, so give her to me. It's a terrible argument. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I'm willing to listen to that argument. <laughs> but, Megan, I love you. So, you know, uh, you're welcome in House Hufflepuff anytime. If she, if she switches, <laughs> I'm taking Sterling. That was my other chaser. Um, no, but she makes- <laughs> right now... Pino is my captain because she's the only woman on my team and I think she's got the uh, courage to lead six men or possibly eight depending on how many goalkeepers I have. Um, (laughs) And yes, I'm very sorry that I did not listen to any of your arguments over who should be what except for Melissa's. I do want to say that I had a good argument from Foster writes, who is also known as Meredith Foster, who says, I maintain Ramos and PK are Gryffindor beaters, mutual distaste put aside for the common goal and developing a grudging respect for each other, bitching the whole time, Natch. Which, yes. Okay. I can see it, but I already named my beaters and those come as a pair and there's no damn way I'm letting Kulabali go. So, Meredith, I see you. I acknowledge you. Your argument was sound, but I go with Kulabali. 
And speaking of Napoli tendencies, I bet no one can guess who my seeker is. Napoli. Hmm. Who could it be? Yeah, my seeker is definitely Marikamchik. Playmaker. Knows the entire game. Knows where all the beaters would be, all the chasers would be. Can do that while keeping his eye out for the golden snitch because he has enough ability to concentrate on everything that's going around him. As to why he would be in Gryffindor, I just think that it's really brave of him to be himself, I guess. In a... I mean, he moved to Napoli. He was there for over 10 years. He developed his own personality with his own hair and his own tattoos, his own nickname, everything like that. And just said, I'm me. I'm going with it. I have the confidence. That's pretty much my reason behind having my favorite player on my team as a seeker. But we'll let Megan Pino be my captain. I have to say, I'm a little disappointed you left out another Neapolitan off Gryffindor, who is the most Gryffindor to ever did Gryffindor. Do you that would be- think that Toto Natale belongs on my Gryffindor team? How is he not a Gryffindor? I don't particularly see anything courageous about him. Did we lose Sonia? All I'm hearing right now is my dog crying. Yeah, I think the gods are intervening here because all I heard was, I believe. So I'm just going <laughs> to pretend that you just said, Di Natale is a Gryffindor, I believe. Fine. He'll be the coach. He doesn't want to okay. coach. He wants to play. <gasps> He's like 47 well, years old. Uh-oh. I've lost I Sonya forever. I think that's a spectacular Gryffindor team. I don't know if I'm biased or not, but I think that that's really good. And I wouldn't want my team playing against your team. I also almost considered Cavani for the seeker spot, but my heart goes to Merrick. So which one of your teams are going to go next? I feel like we need Megan no, to no, go before she vanishes. We have, we have Sonia's and Megan's teams, yeah? I I have subtitles on, and I still don't know what anyone's saying. Um. Well, this will be fun. Can you not hear us at all? <laughs> we'll go with Ravenclaw next. So my wonderful house of um, wit oh, no. and learning. Is it not working? It's working. It's working. Okay, sorry. Um, I... Well, you'll see when I continue through my list. Um, most of my suggestions came from June and, I think, Lee. Oh my um, gosh, you're going to have an entire German team of Ravenclaws. <laughs> that entire team? Um, <laughs> maybe a majority of my team. Uh, yeah, I'll just get started so that everyone can start disagreeing with me. Um, for my keeper, I have Jan Summer. No disagreement because, here. Okay. Because <laughs> um, I think he's just a very intelligent keeper um, in every sense. And he would be great in that role, especially dealing with um, some of the other teammates he's going to have. 
Plus, he can cook for um, the entire team after the game. There we. When they lose, right by the kitchen. Does does yeah. ha, does Huffle Huffle? Well, no, Ravenclaw. I know Hufflepuff wins a match. Does Ravenclaw ever actually win a match in the books? I think. I'm not positive. I don't remember all of the um, games from the book. I will admit that. So some really nerdy, nerdy Harry Potter fan needs to clear this up for us. I have Mizuto Zill as my seeker because he is a playmaker. He always knows what's going on on the field, everywhere on the field. Um, and he um, just has like an eye for the game, which is why I think he fits in that role the best because um, he can see what's happening and make the strategic decision about when it's time to catch the snitch, what he needs to do. And... Yeah, I just think he's the best seeker, and he's very intelligent. Um, that's something that's always come through in all of his different clubs is that he knows the game and um, has always like had an eye for it and is always interested in doing better. Wouldn't you say that every seeker pretty much has to be smart? Yeah, I think they all do. I think that's the the difference is I think that's like his main trait. Okay. Versus like your seeker has good hair. More. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we know. All Gryffindors have good hair except for movie five. Um <laughs> so that, that is why I think Mazut is our Ravenclaw seeker. That makes sense. Are we ready for my beaters? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, sorry. My. Uh... <laughs> I just. <laughs> Somebody put it really funny on Twitter, and I just could not stop snickering like a twelve-year-old boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go ahead and put both of my beaters uh, together, and then give my explanations. Um. I have Becky Sauerbrunn because we know all the best Ravenclaws come from St. Louis. Um, <laughs> and have German heritage, apparently. Yeah, it, I mean, it's just a proven fact um, throughout the books. Every Ravenclaw you know is from St. Louis secretly. It was all mentioned on Pottermore later, trust me. Um, <laughs> but, uh, so I have Becky Sauerbrunn and Lucy Bronze because... Oh, good. I almost took Lucy. I'm glad you did. Okay. Yeah, I think they are both tough, um, but they also both understand the game really well and are very intelligent in how they approach things, and they are fierce and able to take down everyone else because they're just badass. So... (laughs) I just really wanted Lucy for my team, but I couldn't figure out a way to integrate her into the specific traits I needed to do. So I'm glad you took her. Yeah. I, um, I think this is actually from the first time I did the back in September when I did the teams, um, which somebody, I just oh, I wish I had the tore apart and threw in the air because sorry, people you were wrong. It's okay. Um, but I think one of the excuses back or one of the explanations back then, um, was that, Lucy has, there was a one game where she literally argued the rules of the game with a ref and got the decision to change. 
because of her like thorough knowledge of the rules of the game, and that okay. just sounds like the most Ravenclaw thing. Yeah, you you get to have her. It's fine. I'll let you have her. <laughs> and now more Germans. Um, my chasers. First, I have Julian Draxler, who is. <laughs> Not just because he was on Schalke and has worn blue a couple of times. Um, it's because he's just very smart and knows what's happening. And also, if I have any role in this team, um, this is a very personal reason, but I've been to two games that Julian Drexler was at, and he scored in both of them. Which means he has a 100% scoring rate when I'm there. So if I'm there, he's going to win. We're going to win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... This is really just inserting me into the game more than his own, um, you know, abilities. But I believe he can also do it. He just uh, needs to shine a little bit more in some capacities and not be injured. Is he injured or is he just on the bench all the time? Well, he was injured for a while. But, yeah. Uh, I guess hey. he's he's started two games for PSG. It's something. I mean, Mizzou has been on the bench quite a bit too, but that's a completely yeah, different subject for yeah. another podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna skip to my next chaser, which I'm actually changing on the fly. Uh oh. And I'm gonna say, yeah, I know. Um, that my next chaser is Javi because. He is so intelligent, and I know a lot of people are going to make the um, argument for both Gryffindor and Slytherin, but I think his intelligence and knowledge of the game is just so much more thorough, and that overrides any other traits that you may see him exemplify at certain times. I don't think I'm actually that one. He's on my list. (laughs) I don't think actually he got mentioned for mine. I think that might have been back in the first one too well he didn't he didn't make it to the final list oh i don't remember but he was okay so then if we're not having him my alternative is sesk um wow because someone told me that someone told me i i someone told june june said it and i trust everything june says don't you have like the tweet right there where you can see it's just it just listed names i checked it (laughs) I don't oh, know. Okay. June, you're going to have to tell us if Megan is just using you here to back up her own agenda. I mean, that is true, but also, I if you did not see that thread the other day where it was all um, majority German players, then you missed out on a brilliant thread because we got very thorough and may have just started listing our favorites, but we decided they were all I, I, I'm pretty sure it was just a list of favorite players that June is a Ravenclaw, and she's like, every single one of my favorite players is going into Ravenclaw. Correct. I I mean, am I trying to push this on her? Maybe, but... Well, I I think for... We should pause for a moment and congratulate the... Congratulate North Carolina for their second title win in a row. Because that game's over. Unbeatable. But also Chicago. We should congratulate both. For getting there and being beaten 4-0? Oh, for getting there. Okay. All right. 
great. Did they get a participation trophy? Yes, they do. And a hug. Yeah, they do need hugs, yeah. Okay, why is Sonia sending me messages that I'm a 12-year-old boy? That's when my uh, audio kicked back in. Oh, okay. All right, Megan, continue. Okay. My last chaser. My captain. The indomitable. Miroslav Klose. <laughs> Needs no further explanation. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. There's some uh, there's some bias on this team. Yeah, I think I think you're gonna have to explain. Miroslav Kloza has always been just um, incredibly smart in what he does and how he does it, and is always in the right place because he knows what that right place is, and he knows how the game is played, and so that is why he is a Ravenclaw. Hmm. Are we giving it to her? <laughs> I don't know, it still sounds like one of those I'm just a really big fan of this player, but uh, sure, she can have it. It doesn't matter, he's going to score all the goals and Julian's going to score the goals and we're going to win, so. When was the last time Julian scored a goal? That doesn't matter, it matters that it's happened every time I was there and I'm going to be their unofficial cheerleader, so. Alright, I won't mock your team anymore. I'll get ready to mock <laughs> Sonya's team who... Doesn't even have football players on it. Oh, um, tell me. I've I've just looked over my list. There are three non-football players on it. She's really so, fitting in with the theme here. I mean, I can argue everything on my list. So, should I go? I'm, I'm debating what to do here. Should I read out um, Efertista's suggestions first? Because that's probably better than my own list. I feel like you should at least read out a couple that have arguments. That's the thing. People didn't really seem to put arguments for any of my players. I know. Sort of like... Jesse's like, Bettner is a Slytherin. He just is. He, he just Why? Is. Because okay, he yes. pulled down his pants one time? I... No, he just... He just... It, first of all, he he comes from, like, his whole, like, Sir Bentner thing. You know, oh, okay. Like, he would be, he would consider, I'm sorry, Nicholas, if this isn't true, but I could see you being, like, you know, he's pure blood because he's a Sir. And he's just slithery. He just is. It's just, it's just factual. It's a fact. You're right, though, Sonia. So People fact. didn't really give any arguments they were just like this person seems evil to yep. me uh, and another they... one another one i had was from alan gordon who um congratulations on his team for winning the first leg of the can pl finals yesterday but uh another one is slytherin is the bad one so basically build a team around joey barton yes <laughs> i mean uh yeah. what else do i got here um, one of them is just a, uh, gif. <laughs> no other explanation. Yeah. Um, I enjoy oh, the gifts, Hummels sorry. one. Neuer as a Slytherin keeper. Yeah. Wait, Neuer, yeah. I enjoy the, the Hummels, one, yeah. Hummels, uh, back and forth argument. Um, hold on, I have that one up here too. Do, do, do. The Hummels uh, and oh, no, Cruz. The, the... It's both Lee and Jude g going at it in that same thread of 
arguing over where they belong, the Germans. Um, again, not really an explanation. Oh man, absolutely. Tony Cruz is Slytherin. And then June is just, excuse me, no. And she decided to put him in Durmstang, which kind of seems to be cheating, but that's that's the house of, like, the Eastern European Russian type. Um, And and then another one. Wait, just tell me whoever has, what? Sorry. I was just saying that they also argued about Matt's Hummels, in which... Oh, that was the one I was going to read. Yeah. Yeah. Um, from Lee, just tell me whoever has Slytherin has Matt's Hummels on their team. Again, no explanation. And then June comes back with, uh, he's a Ravenclaw. And then Lee says, dude, he's peak, cunning, and ambitious. Those are, like, his only qualities apart from being evil. And... True, he is extremely cunning and ambitious, but June says no. He's except obsessed with certain ideas like playing for Bayern and also with being liked, and his obsession is Ravenclaw. I didn't realize obsession was a trait of Ravenclaw. I think it's an official trait. Like, it's not mentioning you know, sorting hats, but I think it's one of the things that people... Um, see as a trait because of how certain characters are so like how Luna gets obsessed with the creatures and stuff yeah, but and then, how Jotun then gets it def- obsessed with Harry. It definitely goes against her argument that uh, Ravenclaws like being liked because I don't think yeah, I don't any think Ravenclaws exhibit and then her only explanation is it's the idea of it. So June, for once, we're not accepting your argument about why Hummels should be a Ravenclaw. Also, he tweeted racist things, so. Of course. Oh, I don't want him on my team. (laughs) Oh, I thought that was a better argument for him being in Slytherin. No, thank you. Ooh, I went there. No, Um, that's where we put the Death Eaters. Yeah, you're right. Um, another one from Lindsay, a.k.a. Diane Weist in Practical Magic. <laughs> I just like that as a name. Lloyd and Zlatan are the two that come to mind for sure. Thanks, guys. You're, you're really helping me with having an argument. Um, but I'm happy to read out my own list, which also don't really have any um, follow-up behind as why I chose them, other than they seem the obvious. Wait, I'm sorry, we missed a really good one for an argument for Lucy Bronze, didn't we? Um, Who was that from? Um, Megan, did you read out Hillary Hedane's argument Uh, about why Lucy should be in Ravenclaw? I don't know if I have that saved. It was uh, Ramos should require zero explanation for being in Slytherin, which... Of course. And then she says, but Bronze can get herself out of tight situations by being, by her pitch intelligence, and she is funny as fuck. Again, not saying that Ravenclaws are, in fact, they seem like the opposite of funny a lot of the times. But Luna, Luna's a joy, so clearly 
they can be funny at times. Alright, Sonia, are you going to tell us your team of Zlatans? There's only one Zlatan on this list, because there's only one Zlatan. But, um, including the Joey Barton suggestion, uh, sorry, Jesse, the Sora's suggestion, which I'm taking. Um, the other ones, actually, Nick made a suggestion, so I would like to shout out him. His was Eric Cantona, which I'll mm-hmm. take. Um, Keeper, my suggestion was going to be Hope Solo. I think that fits. Yeah. yeah. That fits? Okay, thank you. Uh, I was really going out on a limb with an American player there. <laughs> and then, kind of a mixed bag of everybody else on the team... Um, because I didn't really know the positions when I did it, so you guys can fit them into the positions as needed. Includes Gregory Vanderweel, Landon Donovan, Berbatov. Wait, Berbatov? No, he's a Ravenclaw. What? No. Berbatov? No, he's like... Yeah, I don't see him slithering. No, he's not cunning at all. He's more, like, wise in his use of movement. Yes, that's a really good way of putting it. Is it? Yes. Yes. Fine. And then um, I had both Icardis down. Explain who you mean by both Icardis. Well, one isn't technically an Icardi. Right. (laughs) <laughs> well, I don't actually. What does Wanda go by? Not a Cardi. Oh. Um, I, I also had just for popular points of discussion, Rebecca Vardy. And finally, coaching this Wanda Nara. Orgasm. It's Wanda Nara. What? Wanda Nara. Oh, Nara. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. And then coaching this um, smorgasbord of a team is Mino Rayola. Good one. Thank you. I don't know that he's technically a coach. He could, he should be a Death Eater, though. <laughs> oh, too harsh. Too harsh for... Seriously? Wait, has he done anything racist? I'm sure he has. He's done has everything he done else. Proven racist. I don't think that the defining term for Death Eaters is racist. Oh, really? I think it's just evil and willing to destroy anyone that comes between what their goal is and them. Oh, yeah, then he's probably a Death Eater. Good point. Yeah. Anyway, that's who I had for Slytherin. Interesting. Do you need, do you, I think ah! you, I feel like you need to explain the Accardis thing. I mean, it was more so Wanda than anything, because I do feel that she will do what she needs to do in order to get whatever she needs done, done. And she definitely, I don't want to say mind tricks, because I think that's a bit too harsh. But I think she's been able to carve herself out, especially in Italy, where women are looked at a very certain way. And while people may have specific opinions about Wanda, I think she's been able to rise to the top and get shit she needs to get done, done. Whether or not you agree with it, I'm not saying I agree with everything she does, but the way that she presents herself herself, and the way she executes her ideas and her wants and needs is pretty phenomenal. 
hey, she got to move to Paris and not Naples. There you go. Oh, my other honorary mention that uh, I forget who said. I, I didn't copy it down, but um, Zidane for Slytherin as well. Mm, yeah, but he was provoked. Slytherins I mean, that don't the seem... first time he headbutted somebody, though. Mm, true, I suppose. Megan, I hope but you're like... going to make quality lists of all of these and i am i'm gonna i already have the graphics started and i wrote down all of mine i was gonna say so yes i need them all written down mine are in the spreadsheet okay because i'm a good person google key i'm sorry y'all when my nighttime pills kick in things get kind of woozy and it's 10 59 here and i had to take them at 10 so things are getting a little wee yeah. let's <laughs> let's wrap before it gets wee i don't know it could be fun for people to have the wee or <laughs> i don't want to see it. kirsten wee <laughs> not in that sense i'm not gonna yeah Nobody's filming me weeing and putting it on Patreon. Speaking of, Sonia, this week, are yeah, you going to have our it, Patreon? Okay. Excellent. I'm literally doing it right now so I don't forget. Ignore the typing in the background. Fantastic. So, soon, by the time you get this out on Halloween, we should have a new Patreon up. And with that Patreon, we hope to be able to, therefore publish new material more often, have our podcasts more often, have Megan be doing socials much more often, everything like that. Um, we should have an article on the Flint City team up by the time you've read this. It's excellent. And if you haven't checked this out, it you'll have had three days, so you have no explanation. For not checking excuses. it out. Yeah. No excuses. Um, and then there's a bunch of other stuff coming. I just have to make sure that I don't have work that needs to happen really quickly. So that I can get those other things edited, mentored, that sort of thing. Because all of them are in progress. They just need a few more steps. Do we want to cast our other players, or our other characters, whatever we're calling them? Voldemort, Death Eaters, Dumbledore, all of that before we wrap? I swear we had a better Dumbledore than the one you've got in here. Um, that is my best one. I will make every argument for that in every way. Pause. Okay, but there was another argument that was pretty solid for <laughs> someone. I don't know. I was already set. This was set as soon as I, as soon as we decided we were doing other people other than just our team. Okay, hold on. I have to go back to the, <laughs> to that part of the spreadsheet. Do we even have to? I say don't. Voldemort? I don't think it's no. even. Everyone knows who Voldemort is, right? Considering yeah, yeah. we call him I, I he like who must not be named, then yes, I feel like people know. All right. So, yes, we have our Voldemort. We actually don't... Jesse, you cannot type yes. no after a Death Eater. 
That just... Now... Um... Hey, we're back in the Patreon. Oh, excellent. So yeah, y'all check out, after you listen to this, check out our Patreon and see what level of membership you would like. And if you'd like to see, like, outtakes from us or listen to us live and drop audio and question what the hell we're doing, you're welcome to it. And we'll have a link to that in our show notes. Yeah, we'll put in the show notes. I'm sorry, I'd rather have James Milner as a Death Eater than a head boy. People gonna yell at you. I'm sorry. (laughs) I don't even have strong opinions on anyone other than the Dumbledore, so I just want to let you guys fight that out. Okay, first, you have to find the other Dumbledore because it was an excellent argument made and you didn't even put it in here. I probably didn't see it. (laughs) Who made it? I don't remember, but it was excellent. Who was the person? Who was the person? Was it Vink? I remember. I thought I remembered seeing one for Vanger, but I didn't think it had a good explanation. No, I think it was like Fabregas, possibly. No, I don't remember that one. No. Okay, I'm imagining it. I don't know, but I'm scrolling scrolling through our. You guys can uh, um, discuss Death Eaters. Okay, well, I would like to say that you have. You, how many Slytherins can you have? Um, my last Slytherin, and I think this is probably my best choice. Inzaghi. Mm, okay, yeah. What? That was brilliant. What, what kind of reaction was that? I don't know. As soon as you said his name, I was like, good to so. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. Although I put him on my team for a sec because he's built like a badger if you look up what badgers are built like. He he fits the physical description of a badger perfectly. Oh, even with the awful hair? He does. Wait, I put it on the Twitter somewhere. Facial hair or head hair? Uh, head hair. I promise I put it I put it somewhere. You did put it. I remember seeing it. Yeah, it, it's basically it's describing him and Joy Fawcett. Okay. I feel like we don't we don't have enough Death Eaters. Which I, is kind of a good thing. True, you but know? there are definitely more out there. There are definitely more racists and abusers and... Oh. Uh, um, Chet... Evans, Death Eater. Oh, yeah, good uh, call. Uh, um, Andy Carroll, Death Eater. Although I don't think he's smart enough, but still, Andy Carroll up there, easily Death Eater. There were some really stupid Death Eaters in the book, like the guy who got trapped in the thing that made his head that go Andy to a Carroll. baby, and then a man. Yeah, yeah, I can see that being him. Oh, and I, I, Jamie Vardy we had in there, and I agree with that 100%. Mm-hmm. Lucas Mora, who's on my fuck team and voted for a fascist and I will never forgive him. Death Eater. Uh, I have a Wikipedia article up about convicted professional sports people convicted of crimes. How oh, lovely. 
Um, <laughs> it's just going to say all of them. No, they're uh, not convicted. That's true. That's the problem. Yeah. I would like to add. Yeah, that's true. Shoot. Oh. <laughs> Apparently, our WhatsApp chat is reminding us that we have not put Messi on any team. Does anyone want to we... explain why oh, that gosh. is? <laughs> I don't want no. him. Everybody just wants to laugh at it. I was just, I was curious uh, because I, um, my audio was cutting out if I had missed anybody saying him. Because oh. we had a poll, we did a poll on it because we were getting him cast as various, as multiple houses. And so I did a poll um, a couple of days ago, I think, um, where it was which house is he and all four were on there. And it was like 40% Hufflepuff, but then 20... 20 something percent both for Gryffindor and Ravenclaw and I just thought that was an interesting like maybe the most split we've had well Jesse doesn't want him because she's anti-Argentine he's so bored I don't I don't, I don't want him and I don't want I him because I don't think he shows any bravery or recklessness in his play I certainly don't want him <laughs> He's not cool enough to sit with us at our table. I'm, I'm not taking him. I have my seeker. I'm done. I you know, him. you I know what Messi actually seems like? The head boy. What is Messi? Yeah. He's not even on the team. No, he's just controlling all the houses and getting them in line and being a boring person. Boring. I know. We just lost My- like twenty listeners right there. Sorry, man. But we're right. My description of badgers. badgers- <laughs> no, this is good. Badger- badgers have rather short, wide bodies with short legs. They have thick skin, strength, and ferocious defensive abilities. They are listed as the world's most fearless animal. That is Gennaro Gattuso. Like, oh, see, I do told you that. so. Okay, fine. Wait, I have something else to contribute. That just reminded me. So, yeah. two of my schools that I went to, my universities, had one of them, the at them? was a badger. Oh, okay. No, no, no. One of them was a badger, and the other one was a griffin. Hmm. And and the third one is there a horse in anything? The third one is a mustang. Uh, there's a there's a centaur. Yeah, but that's not a house. True. Uh, I, I got two out of four. Stallion are both Patronuses, though, because my um, Patronus, according to the quiz, is a white stallion. Oh my gosh, we could should make Patronuses for <gasps> footballers next week. Yes. Seriously, this is a podcast about football. We promise. <laughs> Also, I just found um, June's ode to Megan Rapinoe, which I think is I how... Was gonna re- I was going to read that at the yeah. end. That's how we should read each other out. Great, Megan. I love it. Yeah. Okay. Because I'll even sing it like it's sung in the show. So. Yes! All right. We need to get Kirsten to bed. Yeah. How do you so... know? You can't even see me. How do you know? We can tell. Yeah. We just know. 
I need to eat people, actually. That's the don't issue. Don't eat people. Yeah. No, I don't eat people. I don't eat And then Kirsten's a death eater. No. I they eat people. I don't really know what they do. I know they wear masks. They wear masks and they touch weird tattoos on their arms and are just bad people. But yeah. they don't eat people. No, no people eat people. No, that. except the one... I was going to say, other than the snake, the snake eats people. And also, the werewolf kind of eats people. Oh, yeah. Then rear Greyback, yeah. The apparently controversial choice. Yes. Of Dumbledore. Now, I think I first need to fully explain my view of Dumbledore. Not that he's this great, amazing wizard who does everything right and is the best person ever. That's not what I'm saying. Dumbledore is manipulative, he is intelligent, he knows how to get what he wants, he doesn't give up on it, and he will do anything that it takes for the greater good, as we learned in the last book. And I think the perfect Dumbledore is Ralph Rangnick. Because he does that, he is willing to take whatever resources he can get to further his ideal of like what the purest and best football is, and... He's had multiple players say he's the most intelligent coach they've ever worked with, including Per Murtisacker in his recent biography. Um, and I just think that he, he his hands are, like, all over German football now. Like, his influence is spread out, and there's no way to divorce him from the modern Bundesliga, and I think that that's how Dumbledore is with the Wizarding World. I think you're just being biased in this. Yeah. <laughs> I would say with that description, my vote would be Pep. Okay. Hmm. I still want to know who that other person's vote was, because it was an excellent argument, and somehow we missed putting it into the spreadsheet. I couldn't find it. I scrolled back through. I might give it to for, like, her machinations, but also how much her players love her, but also how, like, Brutal she could be. Who? Who? Sorry, I missed it. Jill Ellis. Yeah. Eh. <laughs> eh. You gotta actually like the head of Hogwarts, though. No, you don't. There is a very strong community that hates Dumbledore, and I might have a foot in that door. So that's what I'm saying. It's not that I'm biased. Dumbledore. <laughs> <laughs> We all need to go to bed. And it's not even bedtime for us here. But, um, yeah. Because Dumbledore was very, very manipulative. And I think it gets even worse with the new, like, prequel series that's going on. Not Um, canon! We are sticking to the seven books. It is is written by J.K. Rowling. I don't care. No. Seven books. (laughs) That's all. Nope. It is written by J.K. Rowling. It is canon. You can throw out Cursed Child, that's fine. That was not written by her. It was just approved by her, but... Oh, it wasn't? That's why it sucks so bad? Oh, wow, that book was one of the worst books I've ever read. I've heard it was better as a play. We don't need to get into that, but... I've heard it's better to see it than to read it. But But yeah. All I know is that Dumbledore should not be the head of FIFA. 
Ugh, no one should be the head of FIFA. Yeah. Well, someone of FIFA. should be the head of FIFA, but... May I suggest myself? Yes. <laughs> because you are continuously running for that position. Just wait until I get it, man. So in that way, is, are we casting Sonya as, like, um, Cornelius Fudge? No. No, that's too... I, I've literally never heard of that character. <laughs> wow, you gotta go back and read this books. These books. Um, we are going to say what well, we're all dressing up for is Halloween and then putting Kirsten to bed and signing off. And if I knew how to hold a tune, I would start singing the delightful Man on the Post theme song because it, it just, it's so wonderful. Wait, aren't we ending with a singing by yeah. Megan of June? Yes, sorry. Yeah. yeah, but I still want to hear what you guys are dressing up for as Halloween, mainly to to uh, validate that I'm not the only one with a costume. Um, I don't know. Somebody hmm. validate this. <laughs> I'm dressing up as Sammy's mom, which is me in pajamas. That's, Good one. That's... <laughs> oh, I forgot to change into my expectro expecto patrona pajamas for this podcast. You guys probably didn't notice, but I have a Marauder's Map t-shirt on. I well, did we didn't brand. see you long enough. <laughs> yeah. I'm 100% on brand. Ugh. Sonia, we don't... Ha- I mean, some places here celebrate Halloween, but after you've done Halloween in New Orleans, there's no point oh. anymore. It's just... Fair. Yeah. In all seriousness, I'm probably dressing up on Thursday as one of my co-workers <laughs> who I co-coach a quiz bowl team with um, because I've done it before and thankfully she won't hear this before I do it, but her and the kids always find it hilarious when I come in with um, like clothes that look exactly like her on and my hair exactly like her and I act exactly like her because I basically do already. That's a good so. one, actually. Yeah. Jesse, are you dressing up as kids. as Blue's mom? Yeah, I mean, Blue and I could both wear matching penural jerseys, I guess, and uh, then we could be that. And definitely sub- submit that to uh, F for Tisa Friday. Okay, I will do that. Whereas me and Yo-Yo, I'll wear my Yayat shirt, and she'll wear her Yovatit shirt, and it'll be like they're best friends again. I love it I just want to say that if I get completely scratched up putting a football jersey on my cat I blame all of you I mean it's for a good cause okay alright I'll do it it's all for the gram Uh, you're right a lot of things are for the gram alright I'll do it okay (laughs) How Gryffindor of you. <laughs> I'm brave. Yes, I can face cat scratches. I used to work at a vet, and that is a very scary thing to do. Cat scratches. Yeah. Yeah. I will take us out. I would like to preface this with, I have never been a good singer. But it's from a very Potter musical, so I feel like I have to stay faithful to our source material. Wait, wait, wait. Are we all saying goodbye after you sing this, or are we just ending it? I don't know. I think we should say goodbye now, and then have a sing-off. Not a sing-off, a (laughs) sing-out.
<laughs> Please let's be pitch perfect and have a sing off. That would be amazing. I'm going to just mysteriously lose audio again. We should do yeah. a, we'll do a pitch perfect one afterwards somehow. I don't oh, know. Oh, that would be fantastic. Okay. Yeah. All right. So okay. <clears throat> I just want to say keep an eye out. We're definitely having the flink sit flint. Yeah. Obviously, my medication is working. Flint City articles going up. We will definitely have the podcast up, as you will know, uh, because you're listening to this. And hopefully, we'll also have another article up this week, because right now, my week is fairly light, and I should be able to get to those and finally have more content on the website and because we'll have more content on the website and more consistent podcasting we would love for you to click on our link to our patreon which will be updated with different levels and what you will receive if you give us money because i'm gonna be totally honest right now given all the medicine i'm taking I pay for the Google addresses and fees out of my own pocket. I pay for the hosting service out of my own pocket. Everything like that, it's not drawn from the Unusual Efforts account. I don't pay myself from the Unusual Efforts account. And for us to be a really viable site that's talking about things that nobody else is, we definitely need more money to have more consistent posting. Well, that makes me feel bad that my goodbye message was going to be, but I agree with that 100%. My way message is just, yes, I agree, please. <laughs> I also agree. Excellent. And I will now take us out. Sing with away. June's wonderful parody. Um... Of a very Potter musical song. So, you're tall and fun and pretty. You're really, really witty. Pino? I cannot do this. Damn, he's singing with you! <laughs> yeah. He likes to sing with me, and I really didn't think this through. I'm the Mickey to your mini. You're the Tigger to my Winnie. Pino? You're cuter than a guinea pig. Wanna take you up to Winnipeg. That's in Canada. <laughs> I'm so glad I didn't have the video on. And also, can we cut that out? <laughs> no, we are that not cutting that out. That's it. ending. Yeah, <laughs> if you support us on Patreon, you can get that as a ringtone. <laughs> <laughs>